Women of Faith Podcast is a transparent, Bible-based podcast that talks about how to walk out the Christian faith. We are two cousins sharing what it means to be women of faith. We offer real-life scenarios, life experiences, and wisdom to encourage our listeners to take cues from God instead of culture. Our goal is to impact women from all backgrounds as they walk on this journey of faith. Through listening to our podcast, women and men will grow deeper in their relationship with God, learn to hear from Him, and gain confidence to face the adversities of life. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. And welcome back to our channel, our podcast. We have a special guest today. Yes, our special guest is Michael Wells, who is also my father. And today we have him here to share about his life, his faith journey, and just give examples and advice of how you guys can be encouraging your faith journey. Yeah. So where do you want to start? Let's start with the question... Mm. What do you think it means to be a man of faith? Yeah. Wow. That's an awesome question. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean to be a man of faith? Yeah. Oh, wow. That is your name, too. That name, faith. It is uh, a uh, one that is uh, not the norm. It's not the norm. It's not the norm to be uh, a faith walker uh, because we uh, we live more in a let me see, let me hear uh, reality. Uh, I see it when I believe it. World, and so to be a man of faith is uh, is basically the very opposite of uh, the norm. The norm, you know. The norm is uh, it's certain certain way certain ways. The norm uh, has its benefits and uh, it's good, but um, God is uh, He's outside of the norm. Yeah. Uh, he's with the norm to a certain extent, but He's outside of it uh, because uh, it takes faith uh, to know that uh, God is. Yeah. It takes you know to believe that God is. Uh, it takes faith to know that. Yeah, I mean, you, and God don't leave us without a witness because mm-hmm. we can. Look in the mirror, and something will tell you in reality. You know, you didn't get here by yourself. Uh, it's faith, but to be a man of faith, uh, I would call it take. It's to be one who um, goes with uh, what's outside of the box, not the norm. Um, it is to uh, trust uh, not yourself, mm-hmm. not yourself, yeah. uh, but to trust someone who uh, is communicated with uh, by faith um, uh, the, 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 the unseen uh, which with, with that which is not seen so it's, it's uh, if, uh, the woman um, who had an issue of blood um, her faith was evident in what she did it's not she didn't do it and then you saw her faith she said if I could but touch yeah. the hem of his garment uh, she had, she believed. So, uh, faith helps you uh, vision what is to be. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, faith called my my being a man of faith is one of trust. Mm-hmm. It's one of trust. I'm I am going to uh, trust someone with my life. I'm going to trust someone with my future. I'm going to trust someone with the right decisions. 
uh, and that's sacrifice. So uh, are you willing to be a man of faith? And that is a man of sacrifice. It means you're outside of the norm. Uh, I'm not going according to the ways of everybody else, but I am going to be one who will uh, uh, wholeheartedly uh, thrust my dependency on someone else uh, who I believe is bigger, uh, who is better, and who is brighter. And the end result will always be uh, better than the better and nothing, less, and nothing less than the best. And so a man of faith, a man of trust, uh, and I'm not going with the norm. Uh, and uh, a thousand people say you need to, you need to get some reality in here. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you need to, uh, you need to get your degree, and then you'll get your degree, your, your job. Nothing against the degree; uh, it is a blessing. But uh, I gotta put God before everything, and then give the degree to Him. Because yeah. a whole lot of people got degrees and they still looking for a job. Yeah. And many people never got a degree and they got a job. So mm. uh, it's trusting God. It's uh, trusting God uh, with the uh, impossible. And so the impossible is outside of my natural man. So a man of faith is one of trust, one of hope, uh, one of faith with his life. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not trusting in me. Mm -hmm. See, I'm not trusting all my abilities. Um, you know, I, I could go run. I get in shape, uh, I got the best teachers and all, and then I get on the uh, floor and it seems like everything falls apart. You know, uh, I'm, trusting, yeah. I'm trusting God wholeheartedly, 100% plus 1,000% plus 10,000%. Amen, I love it. So how would you say that you started out in that? Because I know like there are a lot of people that maybe they didn't grow up in the church or maybe they didn't grow yeah. up around that. So like where did you, where would you say you first started in believing in God and really well, coming um, to God? I would have to say, as a child, I just, I didn't know God, uh, but, you know, it's just an inner, uh, uh, something I believe God gives us to know that he is. Yeah. But I didn't know who he was. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was, but I didn't know who he was. Yeah. Uh, but um, along the way, you know, as a child growing up, you know, I kind of like, you know, I just believed that there was a God. I just didn't know who he was in reality. But uh, as life went on and, 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 and you know, growing up, uh, unique way of describing my my years of growing up they were uh, not the norm uh, the home situation wasn't the best uh, I wasn't around uh, the good boys I was uh, apart with the bad boys <laughs> you know, I ran with the wrong crowd uh, uh, I started getting in trouble in kindergarten and I could tell you another story from there and so through the year uh, elementary but uh, what happened with me was uh, something happened with me in Columbus, Ohio. I was in Columbus, Ohio. I used to be in the fight game. And in Columbus, Ohio, I had this... So we uh, say fight game? Boxing. Yes, I was in the boxing. <laughs> uh, and I was in Columbus, Ohio. I was at a national tournament. And out of nowhere, uh, this kid walked up to me. You know, the kids would come up and you win. They want to, you know, you get autographs. You know, So I, I wasn't thinking for the moment and the kid wanted my autograph. And I was like, what, what do you want an autograph? They threw me out. I kind of disrupt autograph. What happened? I forgot all about the, the, the boxing man. And they came back to me and I said, I just fought and he want my, he really think I'm somebody. I'm like, <laughs> wow. And it just disrupt. And so I before I got to the tournament, I had made a uh, uh, you know, a, a promise to my friend 
his mother that I would visit her church. You know, I've seen a difference in her life. But I just, after years, I said, I'll visit. And what happened was I went and I visited her church. And, and I, I, I got there, I got in, and you know, it seemed like it was a nice place to be. And I said, oh, and then the next thing I know, the, the choir was singing, and I said, oh, sound, that's some nice song. And they were singing, I said, oh, that's nice. It was nice, I didn't, but then the preacher got up. And uh, when the preacher got up, uh, he said, would you turn with me? to Psalm 51. Uh, I, I, I hope you had a good time thus far with the choir and sang. He said, uh, and I was like, had a good time. He said, uh, uh, and I thought it was a little, I said, why wouldn't we have a good time? But he said, uh, turn with me to Psalm 51 because he knew he was where he was going. Uh, he was about to open the word of God up and some of it would be uh, smooth and then some of it was going to be kind of rough. And as I was there, he was preaching out of the 51st Psalm. Now listen, Psalm 51, this is the Old Testament. And as he preached, he began to talk about a man by the name of David, who was king. David, this man who came from keeping sheep, and uh, he was not the one that uh, you would think would be the chosen one, and all that, and how God had chosen him, anointed him. And he went all through the story and talked about David, his kingship and his rule and his person and then but then David got caught up in trouble and he went into this and through the psalm he talked about David uh, sin and I was like and I always knew that you know there was something wrong with me you know I was I was always I said something ain't right <laughs> you know it's something ain't right I always said something ain't right with me something ain't right with my buddies something ain't right in my house it's something ain't right with me, my buddies. It's something ain't right with us. Something is wrong. I say it's something ain't right with us. And he went in and he said he talked about how uh, David was saying I was born in sin and he was messed up on birth. And I said that's what I'm. I'm messed up by nature. And I was like that's what it is. And uh, he went on and on. Then he started talking about David confession and asking for God. And I said God is a and God's a merciful God. And he went through the psalm. He started talking about and then how God made a way to deal with sin and all the sin. I said, that's, I need the Lord. <laughs> yeah, I said, I need the Lord. I said, it was like there was nobody there but me and the preacher. Wow. It was me and the preacher. You're talking about a, uh, it was the best day of my life to start. Mm -hmm. Yes. And when he got, he was done. Before he had uh, got to the end of the message, I was saying, Lord, I believe I'm a sinner. Lord, I believe you sent your son for me. Mm -hmm. Lord, I ask you come into my heart, be my mm -hmm. Lord and Savior. I didn't know nothing about an auto car. Auto call, you know how they call me. <laughs> I didn't, there wasn't no auto call with me. I had seen my need for the Lord. I'd seen the, the offer of, of forgiveness, mm -hmm. of eternal life. And I said, and he talked about Christ paying it all. I mean, the Lord took care of all my sin and all. Mm -hmm. I was like, that, I was like, called on the Lord and right then and there I could just I experienced a peace wow. I cannot uh this I mean a peace I'm talking about peace yeah. and he talked in that psalm and he said oh that was and that's where the change came it was 1983 mm. I can remember it like wow. five seconds ago wow. 19 I went to church I just was going to visit you know I visit I said I visited came in nice looking people Nice, you know, nice, the women look beautiful, the men look like they were sharp. Everybody looked nice and everything. I mean, and, and I said, man, this shit, but God was 
change in my life that day. Amen. Made me, you know, that was, and I gave my life to the Lord. And uh, I mean, I was like, wow. You know, I could, I knew that I could just right then and there the, the peace that God did. And then uh, it just, I, and not feeling, but it's just like my person. It was like on a whole nother identity. It just, and I was like, wow. And then I, I just, and I, and that, that service ended. I didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't think all the call, no, nothing about, no, I asked the Lord to save me right there in the center, and it seemed like it was nobody there but me and the preacher, mm -hmm. and boy, I tell you, I can remember that like five seconds ago, that was a change <laughs> in my life that day, 1983. Wow. Yes. So, moving forward, how did that change the trajectory of your life? So, because I know you said you were boxing. Yes, yes, I was in boxing, and uh, it changed, yes, it changed, and so what happened was, I gave my life to the Lord, and uh, I remember them saying, come back, you know, uh, you know, you want to learn. They, they shared. And, and I didn't even, that, that Sunday, I didn't go up to the altar. I didn't do nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, I just asked the Lord to come my heart, save me. And the next Sunday that came around, what happened was my buddy, because uh, we boxed together. Mm -hmm. It was his mother that the Lord would use to get my attention to bring me out of darkness into this marvelous wow. light. And so I said, um, you going to church again? <laughs> and she's like, you want to go again? I said, yeah. <laughs> and so I went again. And, I kept, and then, you know, uh, along the way, um, I, uh, I said, how can I become a part of this church? Wow. And she said, well, you want to come to the Lord. You want to get to know Christ first. I said, get to know, know the I had the Lord. Said, <laughs> I said, yeah, you know, the Sunday I, I went back, I came, the pastor, he was preaching out of Psalm 51. And, when I, and in the midst of all the preaching, I asked the Lord to come out. She was like, she just was smiling, happy, and wow. no more jumping. And so as I, I kept coming to church, so the, the change was I had came back from the uh, boxing tournament, came back. I was uh, making sure I was positioned for the Olympic trials. And that was the aim wow. for to get positioned, to get to the Olympic trials, the win, to get to the Olympics. Yeah. And just, to win gold, all that. I had my, I already had it all mapped out. Give us a little glimpse of how good you are, because I know, I already oh. know for myself how you yeah. are, but you know, uh, how you uh, fought yeah. that one guy. Yeah, I you fought, know. well, many, many people don't know, I, I've been in the, um, in the boxing, you know, you come through Junior Olympics, I did that, uh, I, you know, before Lang, boxing, before boxing really got big in Lang City, it was, it was, it was big, people know, but I came through the amateurs, 19, going all the way back. And Olympics and Junior Olympics and all that when I was like 85 pounds. I started actually, I was like 85 pounds. You wow. And I came up through the amateur ranks and, you know, they had different tournaments, Golden Gloves and Diamond Belt, AAU, American Boxing, all that. So, and then, but at the same time, I was in the gym, but also I was running the streets. But mm. boxing, I, I was good in that. I, you know, I did some other sports, but the boxing, I was good. But I got so, I was getting better and better and better and just moving up the ranks and all. And I got, uh, at the time when the Lord saved me, I had uh, gotten the top five. So I was in the top five in the country. Wow. And um, the number one guy, I knew him, and I knew what it'd take to, to beat him. So I already kind of like had everything mapped out. And who's the number one yeah, guy? The number one guy. Well, he was number two, but he eventually, <laughs> he was number one. Uh, he was the number one. He won the gold medal. He was like the best amateur uh, out of all the fighters. But we were similar, tall. He was tall, I was tall, six like six feet one. He had long arms, we both were tall and we could hit. The only difference with me and him, I knew him. his name was Mark Breland mm. and he won the gold medal. He had power in his right hand, but not in the left hand. He had a jab, I had power. Well, I already kind of, everybody was looking at that fight. They believed that I, would, I could beat him and I believe that too, but it would never, it never happened because I'll tell you the rest of the story, but I was preparing for 
uh, Olympic But you did beat Bernard. Uh, yeah, the other one, uh, I fought, yes, he became world champion, yeah. actually, uh, Bernard Hopkins. That's a whole other story, too. Well, but we fought, yeah, we fought, I fought Bernard like, Hopkins two times. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good he was. Yeah, yeah, was good. And actually, I've been in the ring. I had been in the ring. Most people don't know this, but I had actually been in the ring with probably three world champions. Wow. Three men became, maybe been four, actually, world champions who became world champions. Bernard is the most known. Another guy, uh, um, I can't think is uh, Steve, uh, but he also, he became world champion. He beat, he, the guy named Michael Nunn, he also was like a world champion. He actually beat Nunn, who was real good. So I fought, and then another train, well, the one, that, the one of the guys at my gym who became a world champion, that's right after I kind of like really, you know, gave, really Lord had my all in all then yeah. every area of my life. He became a world champion. Lucy get him ready for all his fights, fight after fight after they needed help. Wow. And he was in the gym with me, so he Richie became a world champ, a world champion. So it's yeah, it's so, definitely yeah. safe to say you would have been a world champion. Yeah, but I I I, I, I believe I kind of like <laughs> I really believe I would I probably I I would I, I really believe I probably would have been world champion. If you people say what kind of fight you were, I said, well, you could think of Bob, think of Bob Foster and Tommy Hearns. Yeah. These two guys were tall. They had uh, power. The only difference is I had power, reach. I could fight inside. I could fight outside. And I had power in both my hands. So if I catch you, um, it, you know, you more likely going down. Yeah. Going to see the next one. Tell us about <laughs> why you gave that all up. Oh, yeah. that took yeah. faith. Yeah, yeah, that took faith. Um, I, you know, I gave my heart to the Lord, mm -hmm. and I started getting in the Word. And as I got in the Word, uh, the Lord began to speak to you. God speaks to us through His Word. It's nothing deep. You know, you open up the Word. God speaks to us by His Spirit and through His Word. And the Lord, as I begin the Word, and I begin to take advantage of Bible study, and mm -hmm. Uh, the fellowship at the church. I started getting the word of God. And as I started getting the word of God, I was growing and the Lord speaks to us. And what happened with me was I was boxing. I still was boxing and I was going to church. I would go train through the week, you know, and things are going at the church. I grab my boxing gear and everything. I take it with me to the church, go to the church, get the word of God, the fellowship and all that. But then I had this unrest. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, when you have an unrest, uh, you need to pay attention. Yeah. Uh, God is in this unrest was the Lord was speaking to me, trying to get my attention and the unrest. And so I, did, I wasn't in a relationship, you know, like you, you could be in a relationship you don't need to be in and the Lord is speaking to you. Yeah. Uh, or you could be somewhere you don't need to be. All that, everything was really the same. You know, my life really hadn't changed. I was going to church. I was saved, uh, taking advantage of things of God, learning, growing, and I, but I was still boxing. And the reality of it was the Lord through his word began to speak to me relationship to me uh, being brought with a price and I was then being glorifying God and all I do glorifying God in my body and everything and I began to box and as I was boxing it was some trouble was just kept troubling me it was troubling I was boxing but it was like something that I just wasn't you know I, I knew the killer instinct in the rain but it was something it was like a, I was like something was going on I couldn't, couldn't then I went and talked to my pastor at that time the pastor a previous pastor I went and talked to him uh, his name was Reverend Timothy Ruffin. I went and talked to him. I said, we sat down, went over everything. He talked to me. Well, he talked to me. I'm so, what do you do? And, All right, are you seeing anybody? He, like, he kind of like touched a whole lot of areas. But he's like, mm, we, we ain't hitting nothing here. He said, well, he said, this is what you do. God is trying to get your attention. He's trying to point to something. He said, well, I don't. You keep doing what you're doing. 
keep coming out to the Word of God, the, getting under good preaching and teaching and Bible study and all that. And I kept doing that. And what it was, and actually what the Lord was doing was He was changing my direction yeah. and life where I was going. And God was uh, changing the chapters of my life. Yeah. Uh, and He was dealing it was time to put up the gloves. Mm. See, sometimes you got to, yeah, it's time to hang them up. You yeah. know, and I was like, and that was really what it was. It was unrest as the Lord was moving me from my desires, yeah. my wants, you know. Uh, and boxing is not no uh, play game sport. It is, uh, it, it can be a, it can be a, it can be a, but the Lord, uh, that was what it was. And what happened with me, and I was like, Lord, did you speak? I said, how do I? Now, the thing is, God is telling you to let something go yeah. and move on. But now you need more power. Mm. Because, see, there was a, there was a boxing that was in my blood. It was in my blood. Yeah. I would get up in the morning. I would run miles. You know what I mean? I put, I kind of like had mapped my life out. This is what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Even if I didn't get to the Olympics or win gold, I kind of like already knew. You know what? This is where things can go, and I kind of like map out. I'll, I'll win here. I'll do this. I'll take money. I'll do this. I had a little business type mind to our bank, and I'll do this and family. I had all that mapped out, but that's a whole other. But God was redirecting. He was changing the way I was going. See, the Bible yeah. says there's a way to seem right to man. So you have our ways, yeah. but God's ways are always better, and that was it. And Lord, that was what it was. And so I'm like, how do I, how do you get away from something that you, your heart is there? And people yeah. say, heart, man, you, man, you get hit upside your head talking about your heart. You don't understand. When somebody yeah. loves something enough, they'll stay with it. Mm -hmm. What it takes, they'll sacrifice. Mm -hmm. You know, they'll, they'll pour out to it. You know, the basketball player, you're like, hey, the doctors say, hey, listen, it's time to, well, I got to just, I got to go one more year. Or the football player, I, I just got to what? I gotta get. I'm coming back one more year and see. People don't know that that is that can be their life. Yeah. And so that was a great part of my life because the other thing is, the boxing got me away from the troubles mm. of the street. Mm. Yeah. There's some stories there God too. Still used yeah, God it. was using. He used. He allowed the boxing to be a a a a a, 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 a exodus. Yeah to the exodus mm, wow. <laughs> the exodus before the exodus yeah. he allowed that to be and so um, what happened was I walked in the gym one day I usually go in the gym I would train work out and then I get my bag get dressed up and I say see you tomorrow but this one day I went to the gym and I know where I train a box and as I was leaving I was like it's like the Lord just just this, this presence and power in my life just, just it's, it's, it just it manifested. And I mm -hmm. said to my trainers, I walked up, I just went, I said, guys, I want you to know I'm finished. Wow. I'm finished. And, you know, but, and, but the thing was, they thought I was finished for the day. They took the words. <laughs> now, they had took it for what I was saying and understood it. I said, I'm finished, guys. Boxing. And they like, thought I was finished for the day. Mm. And so I went, I left, and I, they didn't see me. It's like, well, maybe you just out there, let's go. And they, when they said, yo, what's going on? You ain't been in the gym. And I said, I told you guys, I was finished. And, uh, and so um, I said, I'm, I'm finished. But my trainers, they were like, you finished? What you mean you finished? I said, I'm finished with boxing, I'm finished. They're like, 
are you all right? I said, I'm finished. And he was like, it was like, you know, it was like, oh, this is the, we got to talk. You know, we got to talk. Now you just stopping. You mean you just stopping. You just abruptly give. And I said, yeah, I'm finished. You know, um, the Lord got me on another path. You know, and they, they were like, yeah, the Lord, we believe that. Yeah, the Lord, what? oh, yeah, the Lord. And it was like, the Lord has blessed you, you know, and you know, you're gifted. And we was going in conversation, but it ain't, I said, I'm, I'm finished. And so they walked away and said, you know what? And I think in the boxing trainers may say, you know, we well, just give him a little time. You know, he just probably a little tired, a little weary. You know, he just needs some space. And they gave me that space. But I still didn't come back. And so it was like two more conversations again. And, and they're like, you know what? This And my trainer, one of my trainers, he had come, you know, he, his family was in the church. And they had been, he'd been exposed to the word, you know, his family. And he like, he was like, God got a hold of him. <laughs> He's like, God got a hold. He knew, God, I, I don't know what. I don't know what we can really say to him because mm -hmm. it ain't him we dealing with. I think he knew a little that God was in the midst. Yeah. And so they kind of like, you know, they um, they gave me a little space a little more, but then I, they didn't see me. Then they came again and talked to me. And what happened with this time when they came was um, they came with a letter. This is a little later. So the letter was my invitation to the Olympic trials, you know, the trials. So I had my trials and my Olympic, my, my um, letter invitation and they brought me my letter. They brought it and said, listen, you got too much uh, at stake here. Wow. It's a whole lot. Listen, you got opportunity. And they were talking to me and, and I was out, I was out working. You know, I had a little, I was out on the streets, you know, I was working. And uh, they said, listen, um, you need to get back in the gym. This is something you wanted. You got an invite. And I said, Tucci. <laughs> Tucci was my trainer. Tucci, Gordon, Marvin, and Frank Till. I said, I'm done. Wow. I said, I'm done. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I said, I'm done. Now wow. that, that, that's just some of my life. Mm, <laughs> just some. I said, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. done. And I know yeah. our yeah. listeners, our viewers, yeah. they, they want to know what you gave yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know, what you truly gave up and what got redirected your life to. Yeah. Where are you now? You know, how's life yeah. for you now? You know, it could have went that yeah. way with you, yeah. boxing, yeah. world champ. Yeah. But yeah. what did you give it up for? Yeah. And so yeah. we're going to continue yeah. this series. You guys stay tuned. Next time you'll hear a little bit more about where he is today and where God brought him to. So yeah. stay tuned. Yes. But before we go, I just want my dad to give, yeah. share a little bit about, yeah. um, I guess, advice and encouraging words for men of faith listening. Um, um, men of faith, I, I would say, you know, um, what has been the key in my life, uh, what has worked, um, is not nothing deep, heavy. Uh, matter of fact, the scriptures talk to it, to us about it. Even when we look at the church, you know, the uh, healthy, uh, strong, uh, vibrant, um, uh, spiritual, when you look at the church of, of, of the Lord Jesus Christ, the body of Christ, um, you see that um, the Lord, he said, upon this rock I'll build my church and talking yeah. about even us, uh, we are his, you know, his, his, his building, his, we are his uh, workmanship, uh, his display. Um, uh, we are uh, him, and I'm saying uh, uh, the light in the midst of all that's going on, but it's been uh, giving myself over to the word of God. 
I have to go to the Word of God. Yeah. The Word of God. The Word of God. Amen. Uh, and the Word is salvation. Yeah. And the Word, uh, there's deliverance. And the Word is healing. Yeah. And the Word is light and hope, you know, and peace. It's yeah. the Word. Going to the Word. It's the Word that makes all the difference. Yeah. Uh, and as I've given myself over to the Lord, His Word and prayer, you know, there's power in prayer, yeah. the word, prayer, you know, it's a is an ongoing thing, the word, the prayer, and then the body of Christ, the fellowship, good yeah. fellowship, good yeah. word, all yeah. that. And and, and, and just uh, the saints, you know, we, uh, you know, we, uh, we, we, we as a body of Christ mm -hmm. uh, and looking at that and, and, you know, that fellowship yeah. and the word and yeah. going back to the word, yeah. the word. Amen. The Jesus. word. That's deep. The word. So y'all hear that? He the said word. the word. The word. The word, the word <laughs> makes the difference. The word makes the difference. Yes. yes. The word. And yes. helps you truly to be yeah. stronger yeah. men of faith. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's it. So yeah. if you want to talk about faith, mm. it's the word. It's the word. The word. <laughs> you want faith? About, yeah. Go to that's what made the, the word. Show <laughs> by what? Faith. We yes. don't walk by In the sight, but we walk word. by faith. Faith, faith yeah. makes it. You trust in God for something. Yeah, have some faith. Yeah. And if you really yeah. think about it, the word is truly what yeah. changed the trajectory of your life. That's what did. Because you heard, I yeah. believe you said yeah. Psalms 51. Yeah, Psalm yeah. 51. Now. And it changed yeah. you. Yeah. And it enabled you to truly be the man of faith that God was calling yes. you to. And I know our listeners want to know, like, yeah. what's going on today? Like, yeah. you know, what's happening in his life? He gave him boxing. So what does he do yeah. now? So yeah. stay tuned. Yes. We're so glad that you're here today. Yes. We're, so, we're so glad that you guys were listening. Yes. Um, and we are going to see you next time. Bye. God bless you.